The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Trent talking tech. Good morning to you, Trent. How are you? Hi. Very well, Mitchell. Well, what's happening with the AFP looking at fraudulent technical support operations? Yeah, there's a story that um, the AFP allegedly uncovered a uh, a fraudulent technical support business in New South Wales. Uh, They revealed this on Thursday after they executed a search warrant for a premises in New South Wales that was uh, focused on an Australian business that basically purported to offer genuine Microsoft technology support to Aussie customers. They had everything set up really nicely, so it, it looked like it was um, you know, a genuine operation, but there was concerns that they were then, I guess, uh, forwarding calls to overseas call centres so people could be sold inflated, outdated software. Uh, and then, you know, I guess from that point in time, uh, you know, having unauthorised remote access to install said software, which is a bit of a concern that this sort of thing might be uh, being, uh, you know, uh, masterminded here in Australia. And of course, it opens up some, uh, you know, some broader um, issues uh, that uh, the authorities could be working on to uncover similar operations, uh, you know, in other parts of the country. So people have always thought that these operations, which seem to be quite common and they ring people up, are based overseas, but you're saying that actually they're being run out of Australia. Uh, What I'm saying is, uh, you know, AFP's managed to uncover one of these at this point in time, and and one does have to wonder whether there's... Uh, the opportunity that there could be more of these organisations operating in the country and we're just not fully aware that they're, they're, uh, they're spurring everything from Australia. So the lesson to people out there is just if someone rings you up claiming that there's issues with your technology, don't automatically give them access to your computer and probably just hang up. Any business that uh, might purport to assist you and uh, may reach out to you directly or might be just a random site online offering the ability to provide you with some sort of remote support services, you might actually want to second guess, uh, you know, what they're doing and what they're offering. Um, you, you know, if, you, if you're giving someone remote access to your computer, you generally... Uh, you know, want to know uh, a, a bit about the business involved and, and know that they are, um, you know, the real deal. Now, Optus is looking at shutting down 3G. Yeah, uh, a number of the telcos are moving across to uh, 5G technology in some areas and upgrading existing 3G infrastructure areas uh, to 4G. And with that, uh, the turning off of the 3G network and reassignment of the frequencies that they use... Uh, Singaporean-owned telco Optus uh, has mentioned that they're switching off the 2100 megahertz band, uh, which is what a lot of their 3G services operate on countrywide in April 2022, which means they can reallocate it uh, to new technologies that they're using uh, and, you know, get new services active. Uh, They have mentioned 
Usually, previously, they have, uh, I guess, a dual-frequency network. Uh, they do have phones operate on two frequencies, but, you know, earlier stages of the rollout were on 2100, and then later on they added uh, the 900 megahertz band, and 900 megahertz will be the only one that remains for 3G. So it's suggested that, you know, if you're in a situation where you've still got a mobile phone which has got... Uh, 3G is its primary option. It might be time to look at an upgrade to your handset. Or, you know, if you've got devices that use um, the Optus 3G network, you might want to reassess uh, what frequencies they can actually access and and look at an upgrade path because we're already at July and April 2022 will uh, come around, you know, quick enough when you uh when you consider all things certainly will and uh, i remember back in the day when 3g was sort of the gold standard wasn't it of uh, particularly mm. internet connectivity back when i got my very first iphone and now with my current phone that does 3g 4g and 5g 3g barely seems to work at all now when it comes to the internet yeah that's for sure i mean you know our needs have changed considerably since 3g was rolled out and uh the networks of today can handle uh you know a lot more bandwidth and can uh deliver a a a faster experience to users so what was offered then certainly doesn't match up with uh you know what we do right now and uh, you know, there isn't an infinite supply of frequencies, so we do have to move on with the technologies. And, you know, there's, um, there's pros and cons of each of these, uh, you know, new developments as they, as they move along. But, um, you know, 3G has been around for a considerable amount of time. And, and um, you know, uh, all mobile networks are, are looking at the next, next phase of, um, you know, their mobile services countrywide. And you've got some research about smart speaker usage? Yeah, um, Edison Research has released uh, their smart speaker research here in Australia and they conducted an online survey of 5,000 adults aged 18 or older and found that it's looking like one in four homes have actually got smart speakers now. Uh, so, you know, they're using smart speakers for, for all sorts of things. Some people like to listen to uh, streaming radio, some podcasts, uh, people like myself using smart speakers to control lighting and other, you know, electronic devices in the household. And in the way of the brand breakdown, uh, Google has a strong dominance here. 24% of the Aussies that um, have the smart speakers have a Google device and Alexa at the moment at 3%. But I can certainly say in terms of knowing uh, that you can't activate a, a smart speaker by accidentally saying words that um, the device might think you're saying... Uh, Google seems to be a pretty good one in that respect because you usually need two words to trigger it rather than Alexa just saying Alexa and having it go off. Um, but, you know, they've, they've all got their pros and cons and they've all got different price ranges to suit uh, the individual needs. And, you know, when you're not using them and you're not wanting them to hear anything, well, there's a mute button for that one as well. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you really don't believe the, um, the the safety and security of your data, well... You don't use one. Well, thanks for being on the program. What's your website once again? We talk tech on techwrap.net. Thank you very much. Trent Gaddy's there, our program tech guy. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.